So let's shine a spotlight, as promised, on Samsung Biologics. The country's financial watchdog said last week, Tuesday it was, that Samsung Group's bio unit violated accounting rules and corrective measures and punishment could be taken depending on the final outcome now of an ongoing investigation that's just continuing to gather pace. Chojian is on the line to bring us our spotlight today. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. Well, uh, since March of last year, the Financial Supervisory Service, or FSS, has been carrying out a, a special audit of Samsung Biologics. And as we all know, Samsung Biologics is a ph- biopharmaceutical unit of Samsung Group. And um, the special audit was over alleged ac- accounting fraud. The biofirm's accounting flaw boils down to whether there were any irregularities in a dramatic business turnaround in 2015. So Samsung Biologics is listed on the local stock market, and it was uh, listed in November of 2016, and it reported a net profit of whopping 1.9 trillion one in 2015, shifting from a loss in the previous four years. And in 2015, Samsung Biologics adopted a mark-to-market accounting scheme from Samsung BioEpsis, which is a joint venture with a U.S.-based pharmaceutical company called Biogen, and that boosted its equity gains uh, from the joint venture. So the allegations are that the company inflated its profits three years ago before being listed in 2016? Yes, and uh, back in early May, the financial regulator held a hearing on Samsung Biologics accounting fraud case, taking the first step to review the allegations. And an advisory committee of the Financial Services Commission summoned both the Financial Supervisory Service and the Samsung Biologics uh, listening to their explanations for the case. The FSS, uh, which is the executive body of the FSC, or the Financial Services Commission, filed the case earlier this month, suspecting that the company had changed the accounting standards for its research affiliate, Samsung BioEpsis, intentionally to boost the the, the profits. And Samsung Biologics completely denies this, saying that the company had followed international accounting rules faithfully because its investor or partner, Biogen, is a U.S. pharmaceutical company, and it was trying to exercise its call option for BioEpsis. And Biologics is the largest shareholder in Samsung BioEpsis with a 93.31% stake, followed by Biogen with 6.69%. But the companies denied the allegations. Yes, time and time again. Um, Samsung Biologics CEO Kim Tehan said, quote, I have no idea how to express this shocking situation. The FSS and other agencies already examined our company three times in 2015, but they do the same thing again in 2018. And he also mentioned that we will hold them accountable. They told the press that we had committed accounting fraud. Um, The FSS said that it launched the investigation last year, acting on a request by South Korea's National Assembly and civic groups. It recently completed the process and informed the company about its decision. The issue has drawn interest from the market because the company is a key member of the Samsung Group, which has aggressively invested in the biologics sector. Samsung CNT, um, the group's 
de facto holding company as the top shareholder in Samsung Biologics with 43.44% stake. And then it's Samsung Electronics, which also owns 31.49%. And shares of Samsung Biologics actually nosedived on worries over a possible punishment. And if the regulator concludes that the company did commit accounting fraud, Samsung Biologics could be delisted from the stock market in the worst-case scenario. Who are the stakeholders engaged in this or who will be affected most? Well, um, I I did mention that Samsung CNT and Samsung Electronics is a major, uh, are major shareholders, but it's actually known to be the pet project of uh, Samsung Electronics Vice Chairman Lee Jae-yong, who had sought a new business model that would uh, give an impetus to the conglomerate's growth, similar to that of its smartphone and chip businesses. Some civic group and lawmakers Uh, believe that Samsung Biologics was engaged in a big group restructuring that would help clear the succession path for Lee Jae-yong through its ownership structure. Um, Samsung Biologics is uh, 75% owned by Samsung Electronics and Samsung CNT, as I mentioned it. And with a 17% stake, Lee Jae-yong is the largest shareholder of Samsung CNT. But what about that stakeholder in the U.S., Biogen? Yes. Well, Biogen also will be affected because it stands at the center of the controversy because of Samsung BioEpsis. Um, the spat between the FSS and Samsung Biologics follows a disagreement over the legitimacy of labeling Samsung BioEpsis as an affiliate, although it had 91.2% stake in the biosimilar making unit. And while Biogen held the remaining uh, 8.8% stake at that time, the Korean CMO said it had lost its dominant over BioEpsis, citing the possibility of the U.S. firm exercising its call option to increase its stake to 50% minus one share. And it has yet to exercise the option, uh, which will expire by end of June. And in its 2017 annual report, Biogen said it could tighten its grip on Samsung BioEpsis. They said, quote-unquote, we maintain the ability to exercise a significant influence over Samsung BioEpsis through uh, presence on the entity's board of directors and our contractual relationship. Well, activists have weighed in, arguing Samsung Biologics' 2015 earnings were inflated when it changed its accounting methods to reflect... Samsung Biopis's market value instead of book value. Yes, and under the new method, the company had a market value of at least five trillion won at that time, compared to some three hundred thirty million won in book value. The company has launched five biosimilars in the European market and one in the U.S. since it was founded in two thousand twelve. And among them, its first biosimilar, Benapali, is a copycat of Amgen's anti-inflammatory Enbro, is generating most of its revenue, posting some 370 million U.S. dollars in Europe last year. And given that most of its biosimilars received approval in the past two years, they haven't showed significant market penetration in the U.S. and Europe, including its copycat of uh, Johnson & Johnson's Remicade, which reported $9 million U.S. dollars revenue in 2017. Thank you very much, Gion. Good to have you with us on the line. Thanks for taking us through some fairly complex details there. Yes. Thank you, Alex.